talk about the best coaching option for you. Individual coaching sessions are for clients who would like a one-time session with me instead of jumping into doing my private coaching program. This is a perfect way for you to get some insight and receive some quick tips to help you in your life. In this session, we will talk about what has been weighing heavy on your mind or how to cope better with your own personal situation. Talking with me on these issues will give you the foundation of what you need to help bring more knowledge and self-awareness into your life regarding something you have been holding on to for a while now. If you are interested in a one-time session with me, please register below. Links are provided. Hey guys, welcome back. Excited about this week's video. We are going to talk about emotional regulation. We are going to talk about learning and practicing how to control yourself when you are dealing with someone who is not the easiest to deal with. Someone who is perhaps narcissistic, someone who's just toxic, just a difficult, difficult person. How to have more control over yourself. It's something that we've talked about a lot on this channel. I will always talk about it because it is a serious practice. It is not something that is easy to do right off the bat because the person that you're thinking about right now, that you're trying to have more self-control when you are around this person is not the easiest to deal with. And you can become very emotionally charged when you're around this person, probably because they know how to actually push your buttons. So let's talk about learning how to hold on to yourself and deal with your own emotions so you do not react to this person. We all have moments and times in our life when someone can just get the best of us, where they just trigger us and kind of push that button because they know exactly what to do and what to say to just get under our skin. And then we look back and we're so regretful that that's how we handled the situation, that we wanted to handle it differently, but we didn't, unfortunately. And now maybe we're mad at ourselves. Maybe we're embarrassed for the way that we handle that situation. So learning emotional regulation is it's it's 100 percent of practice and you're going to start practicing it. But I want you to be more concerned, not really about getting triggered by someone else, because everyone's going to trigger you because you have an ego and you have a wounded part of yourself and you're a human being. And so those triggers are going to happen. But I want you to have more self-awareness that when they do happen, that you can spot it and then do something about it versus not really even honestly, even spotting it, just being so reactive to this person into life. For starters, I want you to understand the people in your life that trigger you, why are they triggering you? What What is it about this person? Is it an ex? Is it a parent? Is it a sibling? Is it a friend? Like who is this person? How do they trigger you? And what are your honestly unresolved issues and feelings that you have towards this person that you haven't dealt with, which even allows them to trigger you at all? So the only reason why they can trigger you is because you allow them to because you have feelings regarding that person that you haven't dealt with that when, so it's almost like you're just building up all this resentment that you have and frustration and anger that you have towards this person that you're not really working through. Your feelings of how you feel about this person are yours. And if you're not managing that and understanding and taking responsibility for that, then when they do something to you, you're going to be reactive. If you're not, taking full responsibility for yourself, meaning I am going to start babysitting myself, parenting myself, whatever analogy works for you, that when I start to feel uncomfortable, I'm going to spot it right away. The minute I can spot it, I know 
that I need to either get myself out of a situation so I can give myself a little time out and deal with how I feel. Being emotionally mature and not reacting, I mean, not reacting is emotional maturity. It's saying, it's not saying that you won't feel a trigger. It's just saying that when you do feel a trigger, you own it and you do something healthy about it to manage it yourself all alone over here. It's my stuff. And you leave situations versus getting entangled in drama with another person. That's what we're really trying to do. The more you can stop yourself from getting entangled in the drama, disengaging, pulling yourself aside, having the powwow, having the cry, venting, getting frustrated, all of those things, but working through them. And I don't want to say on your own, meaning just with just with you, but taking taking that person out of the equation completely, putting yourself over here to manage yourself better, that's emotional maturity. That means that I'm no longer going to sit in a conversation or this engagement, this back and forth that we're doing that's completely unhealthy, unproductive, and it's getting me emotionally charged versus saying, okay, something you're doing or saying is causing me to feel angry, upset, sad, frustrated. All of those feelings, regardless of what you do to me, are my feelings. And I'm going to move myself out of the situation so I can handle my feelings by myself. When we become reactive, it's because we're making our feelings someone else's responsibility. We're getting so angry and upset or sad or whatever it is that we're experiencing and we're unleashing that through frustration, drama, uh, being you know negative and angry and how could you say this and just all of that drama, we're just putting it onto that person. Usually there is a part of us that Quite frankly, number one, wants this person to change. How could you do that? How could you say that? And to some degree, that's normal. You are a human being and you don't understand how another human being could do that or say that. But I don't want you to look at everyone in your life as you. I also don't want you to take what other people are doing to you as if it has anything to do with you. That was a huge, huge life lesson that I learned when I understood that what people are doing, not just toxic people, but even like someone in your life that you love dearly. I mean, we're all humans and we're trying to figure out this experience and we're all going through something and we all have bad days at times. And we all unfortunately take things out on each other when we're frustrated and we don't know how to deal with our frustration or we're sad or we're stressed or we're worried or whatever it is. So what I, the biggest lesson that I learned was, and I think this kind of happened when I really took responsibility for myself. Cause then I realized that everything that I was feeling, if it was my responsibility and it had nothing to do with someone else, regardless of what they do to me, that the reason why I fully took responsibility was because if I didn't, then someone else had to change in order for me to feel good. And I knew that wasn't going to happen. I knew it wasn't even possible for it to actually happen. And if it, ever did happen, it was going to happen here and there where maybe someone felt guilt. And so then they would do something that would make me feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, that was never going to be consistent because it's not someone else's job to make sure Stephanie feels comfortable in life all the time. 
So it was my job. It was my job to be able to motivate myself. It was my job to be able to love myself, to soothe myself, at least majority of the time. And so I always say it's the 80-20 rule. Like you have to be able to take care of yourself 80% of the time. And that 20% is for the family and the friends and the therapists and all of those things and the coaches to kind of like help you and remind you of who you are. Absolutely, that's part of our human experience is not to just be alone doing this entire journey all by ourselves. Absolutely no. There are days too where we can't do the 20% or excuse me, the 80%. We can only do 20. And it's up to family and friends and your tribe and a video and a podcast to be able to kind of like get you out of that funk or remind you of who you are or to keep you focused. And, and then you get back to that 80 and then you really only need the family and the friends and all those other tools and people and everything 20% of the time. So it's always fluctuating, but majority of the time it should be 80, 20. So I, I digress, but, and well, the reason why I wanted to say that is because we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. We put pressure on ourselves to always do everything right, to be able to handle every situation perfectly, and you're not going to, you're human. All of these things that I talk about are practices. It is about learning how to say, you know what? I did overreact. I. Let's talk about the best coaching option for you. Individual coaching sessions are for clients who would like a one-time session with me instead of jumping into doing my private coaching program. This is a perfect way for you to get some insight and receive some quick tips to help you in your life. In this session, we will talk about what has been weighing heavy on your mind or how to cope better with your own personal situation. Talking with me on these issues will give you the foundation of what you need to help bring more knowledge and self-awareness into your life regarding something you have been holding on to for a while now. If you are interested in a one-time session with me, please register below. Links are provided. Did react to that person. I did get entangled in the drama and then just doing something different next time, just doing it a little bit better next time. That's all this is ever going to be about is how can I learn from that and be mindful next time when I'm in that situation to do what I wanted to do the first time. The more you are embrace being triggered and embrace conversations or emails or you know situations where you have to go toe to toe with someone, the more you embrace those and you don't always try to just go no contact, no contact, the more you can practice how to do this and then you will become a master at it, especially when you're learning how to deal with this person in front of you. So you start to learn really quickly this person, how they trigger you, the things that they do, because what people do to trigger you and hurt you, it's really, honestly, it's it's always the same thing because it's your trigger. So the more you understand what your triggers are regarding this person and the things that they do and the things that they say that do bother you, that do get under your skin, and what's that kind of underlining wound that's there that you're not really tending to, then, when they do trigger you, you can start to know, okay, well, what do I have to do to tend to this? How do I want to respond to this person? You start to slow down your interactions with this person to not just always do what you've always done. And I know everyone is probably, well, not everyone, but a lot of people that are watching this might roll their eyes and say, oh, that's so difficult, easier said than done. It's not something that's easy to do, but it is something that's 100% doable. And you definitely can do it if you focus on one person and trying to engage with them. You know, for me, 
I knew that the minute I, this is the very beginning when I really started just beginning to practice this, that the minute I started to feel anger, frustration, like anything that was coming up from me, maybe even sometimes it was sadness, I knew that I had to remove myself from that conversation. I had to remove myself from that person because I knew if I stayed there for too long with the feelings that I was feeling, at some point those feelings were going to grow and take over and then I was going to react. So I wasn't going to handle the situation as my best self because I was I was getting too caught up in the emotion of how I felt and not what I needed to do. I also, because the emotions were becoming too much, right? Again, maybe it was anger, maybe it was sadness, maybe it was frustration, because those were becoming too bigger, they were growing and growing, and I wasn't disengaging, and they were starting to kind of like come up. I was then running the risk of not understanding why this person was doing what they were doing. So were they really triggering me or was I just getting triggered? Were they purposely, maybe they were purposely trying to trigger me. And why is that? Why would anyone want to purposely hurt another person? Why would they want to intentionally want to trigger someone? That has to do with them. That has to do with how they're feeling, their uncomfortableness, something that you probably did that triggered them and now they're retaliating. So because of that, I wasn't able to see that clearly. When you're able to see that clearly, then all that feeling that you were feeling, the anger, the frustration and all that, it starts to kind of subside because the reason why it starts to kind of like go down a little bit is because you realize, wait a minute, what this person is doing isn't actually about me. It's about them. It's about them being uncomfortable. It's about them not being happy. It's about them being insecure. And once I kind of got that, then I stopped. It was very easy actually for me to not react anymore because I realized, or excuse me, not respond, not react. There you go. Um, Not to get entangled in the drama. There you go. Because I realized that I was getting entangled because that person was wounded. They were trying to wound me because they were unhealed and unaware of what they were doing. They were taking absolutely no responsibility for themselves. They were insecure. They were going through all their stuff and and not knowing it, not taking responsibility for it. Like I said, triggering me because of that unhappiness. And then I take it personally, I get triggered and then I react. And then, and now I'm reacting and this person feels better because now they've got that out, especially when you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic because they've gotten that off their chest. Look, now you're the one with the negative energy and you're the problem. And then it becomes this kind of like cycle and game that you just keep playing with this person. And then of course, because you've reacted and now you're entangled in this and they're perfectly fine and walking away and you're like, wait a minute, what just happened here? Or you end up handling a situation completely inappropriately and then you walk, you know, you leave that interaction you're like, oh my God, now I'm embarrassed because I literally, that was not how I wanted to handle that. So it's all about slowing down, just to have a little bit more control over yourself. And the two key things are taking full responsibility for how you feel. The minute you feel something, if you can't control that emotion, you disengage. Number two is starting to really learn that what this person is doing to trigger you has more to do with them than it does you. And this sounds a little ridiculous, but it actually becomes a little bit of a game because You're learning so much and now you're putting what you're learning into practice. 
The worst thing in the world is to spend so much time watching the videos, reading articles, listening to podcasts, investing in courses, and you're learning all of this and you know way more than you think you do, but then not putting into practice. Like it is now time to say, okay, I know what I need to do. And if you're very analytical and you're very type A, write out your one, two, and threes. First I do this, then I do this. This is what I can say, you know, practice really doing this. Once you start getting enough practice, it's going to become very, very easy or easier for you not to always react to this person. So I hope that helped you and I hope it gave you some notes. Watch the video again, write some stuff down, start thinking about like key things that you can say to disengage. I mean, even I remember being on the phone and getting like charged up and I was like, oh, I gotta go, FedEx is at the door, um, I'll call you later, bye. <laughs> and then just like disengaging however you can. Okay, thank you, yep. So the child needs this and this, yep, okay, bye. And like just getting out of a situation if you're getting too emotionally charged so you can manage your own feelings yourself outside of this interaction with this person because if you don't, it's going to just keep festering and then you're going to explode and we don't want that to happen. So I hope you have enjoyed this video. If you did, subscribe to this channel and please comment down below on your specific situation. What are you going through? Who is the person that triggers you the most? I guarantee you, there's another person in the comment section that is dealing with the same type of person as you. So hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you in next week's video.